<laughs> Welcome back to the Garden State Outdoors and Podcast presented by Boondocks Hunting. I'm your host, Mike Nitrain. Hi, everyone. Co-host Joe Mallet here today. And today we're going to do a quick little update for you. Uh, I know Mike's going away for a week, so wanted to get at least a little bit of content for you guys this Tuesday. Uh, we got a few interviews lined up, but some of them are requiring a little bit more work than we were uh, hoping for. Um, we do have one that's ready to rock. Um, an awesome lady that we interviewed. So we're really looking forward to releasing that one for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So l- let's just start going away tomorrow. I am running on like no sleep because I've been working all day. Came at, came off of work, dropped corn and rack minerals and stuff like that out into the fields, tightened up, you know, uh, my bow a little bit, you know, got a little shot placement done with Joe. And we are now running around trying to pack everything because I'll be leving at 4 a.m. to head to to Moosehead Lake, Maine. Um, about a where we're going is about a 10 hour drive. So I am not looking forward to that part. I'm exhausted already, you know, but can't wait to get up there and start vacation, you know, do a little fishing, moose watching, you know, all the great stuff, you know, camping and stuff like that. You're a better packer than I, I would wait until three o'clock in the morning the day. Dude, that morning I am, to start I am so bad at packing, but the good thing is like, I don't need much. Mostly when I'm packing, like I still forgot to pack my guns. Like I was like, Oh shit. I haven't packed the guns yet. Like, damn, I got to get the guns done. I just got my clothes done. You know, I got to make sure everything is ready to go. At least I got gas and everything like that. Then we're going to pack the truck. So yeah, you know, can't wait to get that started. What we're going to do is, you know, every day up there, we're going to try to record a little bit. Um, I'm going to try to record it a little bit, give you guys a little update on what's going on back. So when we get back, you guys can listen to that. And if anything interesting what happened or whatever, you know, goes on while you're camping in the woods. So um, looking forward to that. Awesome. Um, so let's, um, Joe and I are going to go over also a little bit. Um, we're going to go over our bow setups, you know, arrow setups, what we're going to be using for, for this year and our tree stand setups. We're not going to do too long. and We'll, we'll make it quick and then what we'll do is we'll get the other two guys on on another date and get theirs done and then get into more detail later on another episode on the specific bucks that we'll be chasing this year. So, yeah. Um, so I'll kick us off on some of the gear. So this year I just got a new set of FMJs. Um, planning to, you know, run the Hoyt RX3 this year again. Uh, it worked out pretty well for me last year. I got no problems with it. So everything is in place, ready to go. I am actually uh, using a different site this year. I did switch to the Fast Eddy. Um, that's really the only change I'm making this year to my hunting setup <clears throat> from a bow perspective. Um, last year, I did shoot most of my deer with Axis, but I did find that the FMJs did tune a little bit better. So I'll be using the FMJs, 300s. I got the 50 grain uh, brass inserts in those with the tripan um, broadhead from Rage. And then I'm running a four fletch uh, like I did all last year. So that's my arrow setup um, from tree stands right now. Um, I really don't have any new ones going out. I've still got the light foot um, over at the dog area that we hunt at. Um, or the pheasant hunting area. And then over at the other area, um, I got to actually put up the receiver, but I've got the, uh, I believe it's the summit tree stand up there. So 
Um, you know, get a little receiver, you can move the tree center around to different locations. So those are my setups. Um, I don't have too many specific bucks that I'm looking for, although I have started to get a few that are popping up on a regular basis at my one stand. So those will be my focus for this year. Just had to grab my notebook real quick. I was like, shit, where is it? Um, no worries. I got to finish my little. What are you running on your arrows? Sorry, what was that? Maybe we went over. Uh, so, yeah, my uh, FMJs are actually they're about 515 grain. So I'm running the 100 grain um, tripan on those. So that's my average arrow weight. You know, all my arrows are um, the Easton match grade. So they'll all be within about a grain or two of each other. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, you know, so this year I'm sticking for arrows, um, the axis, um, or, you know, it's a 400 spine. But what we did was we added in a heavier insert. Um, which ones did we add in on, on the ones? We added two, but the ones I'll be hunting with are the, I can't remember which green. We did the 50 green insert on those ones. Um, so we did... With Mike's arrows, we did a 50-50 split. So half of them are the 16-grain aluminum inserts. That's what he was used to using. Um, the other half, we went with the 50-grain inserts. Um, just to give them a little bit more front of center. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, we we stuck with, you know, the, the heavier one. Yeah. Uh, that's when we used to sight him in. Um, I won't say your thunder, but uh, Mike did make a little bit of a change this year. Yeah. So... I switched sites to the uh, the Trophy Ridge React Trio site, so it has the uh, has the uh, adjustable pin that you know you can you range in from forty and out, and then you have the two stay at home pins that are going to be at twenty and thirty for me. Um, so far, so good. I, I really do like it. You know, I've been using Trophy Ridge for the last couple of years. I had the React uh, the React five. Five pin one, I believe it was that I had um, the toolless adjustable, which is great. Um, love, I do love that. You know, so I'm I'm pretty damn excited. It's gonna you know, give me a little range of option, and you know, if I do switch to shooting 3D targets, it'll be a little better. So I'll be able to make that adjustment on the move. Um, and you know, I think I'm rocking with 400 anywhere between 423 grain arrow. I can't remember if. I did a full measuring with the uh, nocturnal knocks on yet, but um, I'll give you guys more of an update right before season. Exactly. The exact should be an extra 11 grains on with those. Mics. Yeah, so believe, maybe about a 431 or yeah, I can't remember because yeah. I have it written down, um, yep. but I don't know if this was pre me putting the knock on or so what I'm going to do is on a later episode right before the season, I'll let that go. And I am shooting at what I think 258 FPS. Yeah, we uh, when we were shooting the other day because the one thing I noticed on the box of Mike's new site was that um, the trophy bridge requires that you're shooting at at least 250 feet per second. Um, so we ran Mike's through the chrono, and it was just bordering, if not a little bit low. Um, we did find out that Mike's bow actually wasn't cranked all the way down, so we were a little bit light on um, his draw weight. But I ended up doing, unfortunately, was I broke my bow scale. Um, so I actually have a new one coming. But we cranked down on the limb bolts a little bit, give them a little bit more draw weight, got them a lot more speed um, just by a couple cranks. And 
So, you know, everything's working out there. He's, yeah, I think we, when we cranked it most of the way down, we were at about 268. I think we backed it off just a little bit to give her a little bit of breather. I think we're at 262 or something around there. Um, my point was actually shooting. If I shot my axis arrows that I was working with all last year, I was shooting at like 282, 284. Um, but I'm also shooting around 269 uh, with the FMJs. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we did that whole thing, uh, two things from that. My old arrows, those things were shooting at 250. I think the first time we tried it out when you, it was like yeah. a month or two ago before I decided to go with the heavier arrows. Um, and then, yeah, we cranked that thing up and then I could have shot when he cranked it all the way up, but you know, I just getting my shoulder back to where I wanted to be. And I was like, you know what, let's come down a little bit. And we, we settled right into that 258 FPS, which was actually the original speed I had it at, um, with the old arrow. So it works out perfectly. And so we also figured out that we had my bowstring replaced, not figured out, but I remember that I got them done and what we're thinking is that they just cranked it down a little bit when they took the strings off and stuff like that. So uh, thank God we, we figured that out and realized because, you know, I want to be shooting back to, you know, my, my regular draw weight. So that was, that was helpful. And Joe kind of saved my butt on that one. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, I was just, it was driving me insane as to why we had to crank so far uh, up on the site. Uh, or so far down on the site because everything was just so low, even from, you know, the 40 yards where you're sitting in that pin, it was really frustrating. And um, luckily we were able to figure out what was going on. Um, you know, one of the very few times I actually read something. <laughs> I didn't even read it. I bought it. So that's my yeah. damn problem as well. Um, and then also what I'll be running, I be, I'll be shooting the new severs. Um, I found several broadheads um, so far. So good. Like I, I do like them. I've seen all the reviews. I've seen the positive ones, I've seen the negative ones, and Joe and I were talking. It's it's normal. Every freaking broadhead out there has a positive and negative. Uh, you know, I do like so far what I've seen from them. Um, I love how you can switch them right into a practice mode by putting in the extra bolt. Um, I love how you can, you know, if I want to just buy two, I don't want to buy a full three pack. I can just order two right from Sever's website. Um, if, even if I want to just buy one, I'll buy one. Um, to, to these things I, I cannot wait to use because they seem indestructible and they can take a damn beating. I've seen some pro reviews and everything like that, and you know, they're perfect and you know they're flying straight just like a, a field point. So I'm very excited for that. And you know it took me a lot to get off of NAP because I love their broadhead. So I'm probably going to switch back and forth, but definitely opening weekend i'll be giving the severs a try and hopefully putting one through a buck early in the year so i can check them out and we'll be doing um a bow rev a broadhead review at some point i don't know if we'll do it this year we may do it next year going in the into the off season next year so mike the other thing i'm excited about getting into um as we head into the early season was i just got my new shipment of all my sick gear um i was surprised i got about 13 pieces. It was not cheap by any means. And again, you know, we are not sponsored by Sitka, Kuyu, First Light, you know, Realtree, any of those companies right now. Um, so I will be posting my honest feedback and review um, probably within the next day or so to YouTube, or it might already be up there right now. Um, 
you know, I compare Sika gear versus the fit of Kuyu. Um, they definitely, I think, you know, from the gear that I have, again, I don't own everything from Kuyu, but what I do have, Sika definitely has um, some great early season stuff, very lightweight, uh, breathable. So I'm even more excited to get up in the tree stand um, here in the early season. So the quality is amazing. Um, you know, definitely one of those things you get what you pay for. So looking forward, it's very comfortable. Um, size wise, very comparable to Kuyu. And, um, I even think I got some stuff that I might, you know, not need just because as you get up through the different lines, it definitely gets a lot warmer. Um, some of the fanatic stuff, their fanatic hoodie is unbelievable. Um, just some of the stuff has got face covering, um, with the pass throughs in most of the stuff for your tree stand, uh, harness. And so you can take off a layer without having to take off your harness is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting into some new gear this season. Not having to wear the same thing every single day will be a very big positive. Yeah. And, you know, for all you gear nuts out there, this is going to be a great video that uh, Joe did. Very insightful. Um, it got me curious. And I even went on to Sika's website and was like, uh, do I make a purchase? No, I'm not going to this year. Um, I think I'll be making a purchase this year in treason. What is it? Treason? Treason, yeah. Um, actually, the, the one person we're going to be uh, interviewing next week, um, she is sponsored by Treason, I believe is how they call it. Um, so we got talked a little bit about that with her. But, uh, yeah, so I, I can't wait to give that a shot. And oh, we'll... We'll be, I'll do a review on that too as well. Um, I have to do that with Joe because Joe knows <laughs> how to rock these things. So, you know, and we got a whole bunch of stuff coming out on YouTube. It's taken us a little longer than usual, but right now we're all working full schedule. Um, you know, we're trying to get ready for deer season, especially, you know, the three of us have tweaked our bows, not as much as obviously Kurt, but. You know, we're really trying to get to the nitty gritty. You know, we really want to get down some nice bucks this year, give you guys something to, you know, to watch and talk about. And also we're trying to bang out these these interviews. And we're seems like for the most part, we're doing interview after interview on, you know, my days. We're doing interviews, you know, as soon as we can, you know, Joe and I get a day where you know we're available. We're trying to get interviews done. Um, we got a bunch of good ones coming up. We got a bunch of good ones you know, that we'll do during the season. We'll be talking about our season, um, you know, fishing season for us, you know, for at least, uh, Kurt and I are, is definitely dying down. Um, you know, we still got to finish our bass fi our, our fishing tournament, which I hope we can do. I don't yet again, I don't know how it's going to work with time because when I come back on from vacation, we're rolling about like three weeks till the season. So What's more important? Uh, yeah, deer season. There's, yeah. there's nothing to it. So, um, but we will do our best to get that out there for you guys. You know, and just you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, uh, give us a like, comment, and review on the podcast. We have a website coming soon. We have stickers for sale already, and we'll be having clothing. Hopefully, in the next few months, we'll be getting that done. Um, you know, so just stay tuned, and you know. Thank you for all you guys' support. Um, it means a lot. And, hey, we our numbers on the podcast are doing really well. So, you know, we want to thank you guys so much. It does mean a lot uh, to us. And, you know, oh, and the one big thing let's talk about before I forget, holy cow, the rack cutter thing. 
I had this on my list. I didn't want to jump in and cut you off, but, um, you know, Mike, I'll let you go ahead and break the news. No, no, no. This was your idea. So you go ahead. So so for all of those of you that are uh, up in the Morris County area, um, I do live right by zone eight, uh, you know, just right up by Black River. Um, End zone zone nine. Don't mean to cut you off. Zone eight, end zone nine. End zone nine. Yes. Um, I know we usually try to keep a little bit quiet on where we hunt, but, um, you know, that's just close to where I live. Um, and we are now going to be a full-blown distributor for Rack Getter, Sense, and Lures. Um, you know, if you need anything from those guys, we can definitely be your go-to source. Um, you're out in the field putting out some corn or anything like that. You need some feed enhancer. You're out in the morning. Um, anything you guys need, we're here. It'll be up on our website. You can just hit us up on Instagram. Shoot us an email at info at, at boondockshunting.com. Um, you know, we are more than willing to, you know, pick up whatever you guys need down there and bring it up here. We will be uh, outfitting my garage with a little bit of more storage. So we'll have stuff in stock. Um, right here, we're over by uh, Ramsey Outdoors. So, you know, all your one-stop shop. And I do have a bow press. I've got, you know, extra peep sights, arrows, knocks, basically anything you could need um, just to save your hunt. So, you know, if it's anything you need while you're out in this area hunting, Know, hit us up we're happy to help we just don't want to see anybody ruin their season yeah definitely i was gonna actually jump into that too i'm telling you you know joe got into this about a more than now would be what more than a year and yeah, just about a year ago he just got kurt's bow all done you know he's done work on my bow he's done work on my girlfriend's bow i trust him fully um i can't complain you know he's done a great job and he keeps learning and learning and learning and he's getting better and better and better at it. And I mean, he, we are now, you know, equipment geeks and like I've been so invested on my bow and I, I feel bad sometimes. because I'm asking him a million damn questions about my bow, about my site, about this arrow. And Okay. What if we change this or what if we do? So, you know, I feel bad, but like he, at the same time, it's, it's great when you do, because you know, that's, you know, and you know, I talked about this before in the podcast, the way that I learn is by getting my hands dirty and doing the work and, you know, you asking me questions, if I don't know the answer, it's like, gives me a motivation to go out and find the answer. So, you know, if you guys have questions or things like that, you know, I'm happy to help figure out the, if I don't know the answer, I will find the answer for you. Definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, so yeah, we'll be getting that done soon. Um, I'm going to give you Gerard's number so you can probably text them. I had a list. I got to find out of what our first order should be. It was kind of like a broad, like, you know, top products that, you know, we use and what we, what I see most people use, um, and nothing crazy order. Um, we're not going to be stocking a hundred and all this, but we'll be stocking a decent amount. And, you know, the more people that, you know, order, then of course we'll be flowing it in. And, you know, it's, we live in a pretty good area where we're right in between a lot of people. So, you know, and it gives us, you know, like Gerard said, it's, this whole Morris County area and this, it's, you know, it's something that we can get racketer in there. You know, it's, that's, that's all we want to do. Cause listen, we, we love this product. I mean, yes. this is what we use constantly. There is not a day that goes by that you could just be getting into one of our vehicles and you'll see something from racketer in the vehicle. You'll see something or you'll smell. I guarantee you, you get in one of our cars during the season. It's going to smell like the cover scent. You walk yeah. into my car, it's going to smell like caramel corn. I swear, if he made 
a car air freshener. Oh, yeah. It's not like that stuff. Yeah. I'd be hanging it in my mirror. No questions asked. We bought gallon jugs of it um, yeah. while we were oh, down there the last and time. We got the caramel one. Oh, that's beautiful. And right now I'm sitting right next to a gallon of addicted sweet corn and a gallon of the dirt deodorizer spray. And I got the caramel sweet corn. I got to go bring it in from the truck. But I spilt mine all over the counter when I was filling up my spray bottle. And I, do really, not I, I did it pretty well. I got it good. I did mine out in the field, but I was able to pour. I was getting a little nervous. And yeah. gosh, the feed enhancer. I spilled a little bit and I was so upset because I do not like spilling anything. And now the back of my tailgate reeks of it. But, you know, what you going to do? Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Like we said, thank you so much for all your support and everything. Uh, stay tuned for everything else. You know, I got to get my butt done and packing so I can be on the road. So have a great night. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, everyone. Stay tuned for some. Again, this will be posted on Mike's out of town, but we will have more interviews uh, following this one. So thanks again.